Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the topic of our podcast today is the Iceman. Serial killer Richard Kuklinski. Did I close. say that right? No, but it's close. <laughs> I've been practicing. That's the best you're going to do all day, so it's, I know. we're fine. All right. So uh, Kuklinski uh, claims to have murdered over 200 people, um, some of them just for fun, but he was also apparently uh, employed as a hitman for the mob, uh, or at least he claims to have been, and... Uh, uh, he he claims to have been part of the hit on Jimmy Hoffa. So we'll talk about Richard Kuklinski's dastardly deeds. Uh, but before we do, let me introduce our panel. I want to say, first of all, this episode is going out to one of my favorite listeners, uh, uh, Karen Barnes. Uh, Karen requested this some time back. And um, so, Karen, this podcast is for you. Thank, for, thank you for all you do and supporting the podcast and uh, sharing our episodes and uh, ret- retweeting uh, our episodes on Twitter. Retweeting? Yeah, thank you, Colonel. Thank you, Karen. So this podcast is for you, Karen. Um, so, but before before we talk about Mr. Kuklinski, let me introduce our panel. I'm joined by the very lovely and talented, um, the Queen of Mean, the Empress of Evil, the Mistress of the Macabre. Pill popping and penis loving Brandy. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Timmy. You are very happy today. I am so happy today. You want to tell our listeners why? Because I am going uh, on vacation. Well, I'm not going anywhere, but I will be on vacation next week. And so you won't be podcasting next week. I will not be podcasting because I will have my children. And so that means Chuck and I will be podcasting alone. I'm sorry to hear that. Although, I do have to say that Chuck and I are looking forward to podcasting alone while you are on vacation. Yes, in May. Yes, in May. Yes. We are looking forward to it. We have I already... We, we are already... Are you going to... You're going to write our scripts though, right? I'm going to write the scripts and then I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a script before I leave and I'll walk you through the whole process that you need to do in order to get the thing recorded and uploaded. Okay. And I'm really concerned Thank about. You, <laughs> Thank you, Tab. I'm really concerned about this. I I, I don't know if you notice or not, but I have control issues. I, no, <laughs> you well, do. just a wee bit, Timmy. Just, yeah. just, just a wee tiny bit. Yeah, yes. Just a wee tiny bit. You squirrel. 
So what? I don't know how this is going to go. So, um, yeah, we'll, well, we'll, we'll, you can do a podcast while I'm away. I guess. Yeah, yeah, we're going to. You guys can do them while I'm away, and it'll be fine. Well, I mean, you to. won't, you won't have the listenership that you normally would. But oh, we'll have a different listenership. We're going to have the cerebral crowd when you're not here. I don't think so. People actually want, will want to learn something. I don't think that's going to happen. I do, however, want to give a big welcome and shout out to Chuck's nipples today. Uh, yes, they've what made is, it. A, you know what? They've made you an appearance. Shirt. It's a fine. Can you? Are you seeing? First of all, here? Chuck has a dress shirt on, but he doesn't have. Yeah, he a, doesn't have a t-shirt, t-shirt on. on. The old hillbilly went to a West Side mass to for a funeral thing and did not wear a t-shirt underneath like normal. I don't like the gentlemen do stuff on me like that. Well, it's better than you poking my eye out with one of your well, titties. Well, let, well, but, there's but, nothing wrong. It's but we, have, we have to mention. Okay, stop, stop. First of all, you're not here yet. You're not. Yes, you don't get to time. talk yet. No, you don't get to, to talk no, now because I have a duty to act. You, I don't think no, you do. You, I went have, you, my, have, you I, cannot have. You cannot do anything with duty. I went. Look, <laughs> you know, I went through the training yesterday. All right, but when well, I wait, see wait, wait, inappropriate wait. behavior, I have a duty to act. We have to. You explain. are a duty to act. Chuck was forced to go to. Uh, civil treatment training. Yes, I was. Obviously, he's done something inappropriate, and they thought clearly, that, you know, that training is the answer, which I don't think it is. I went for two days, Tim. In his case, no, I think you have to do one of those things where every time he does a uh, one of the flag behaviors, he gets a shock. Which brings us to my next topic. <laughs> uh, Brandy brought in with her today. What's the thing called? It's a tens unit. Which is for? Well, it's for my back. I have it for my back, and it delivers electric shock. So anybody who has back issues probably has dealt with this every once in a while. But Chuck, big baller Chuck, sat there yesterday, and we were talking about there was a guy um, that his very pregnant wife was doing this on his stomach to kind of simulate labor and do all this. And, you know, big baller over here, oh, I could do that. That's no problem. I could do it. Not realizing that I have the fucking machine. Well, I'll do, to it when do you that. Get back from vacation. Whatever. He won't do it today because it doesn't have the right shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Which, even though it's, no, it's supposed to touch skin. Yeah, even though it's supposed well, to be on his skin. I just did not mentally prepare myself to have a That's baby. That's your fault because I said I was going to bring right, it. That's all. But you always said that, the, you know, having a baby is no big deal. You did say that. I know, but I'm just, you know, I'm recovering from my gallbladder episode. Tell me, I got to Whatever. Be with that. If you just let ago, me pop that thing out, we would, we no, could move yeah. on. All right, so being but a you, big baby. you will do it on a Facebook Live when Brandy's back from vacation. When she's back from vacation, I will do it. All right. <laughs> and, and can I just say to me? No, you're, you're he's in- not here. So if you want to see the colonel going through labor, you would need to join our Facebook group. It's History Dweeves, the podcast. History Dweeves, the podcast, Facebook group. Uh, when Brandy is back from vacation, she will hook up Chuck, and uh, she will zap him so she can simulate labor pains and we're going to see how well he very excited yeah does it hurt on your back or does it what does it do well it sends electrical pulses um out like little shocks to your back and no it doesn't hurt but you know you set it on you know you have to put it on a setting where you can feel it and it's you know whatever it's not uncomfortable but i mean the settings can get pretty high Mm -hmm. so well, let me say this, Brandy. I would shave uh, your stomach. How much does a tinge unit cost? I don't know. I got mine through an insurance. <laughs> you want to buy one? Mm. Yeah. I would like to say that I uh, am in awe of women going through labor, and I have nothing negative to say. It, it's amazing that you can. Oh, just, you big coward! You can put up with all that pain. 
I appreciate that, Timmy. Thank you. So I will not be taking part in your experiment. I didn't think you would. Thank you. Uh, let me introduce the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting, the really the moral compass of our podcast. Nope. Uh, a man who has been described as an oasis in the desert of despair. By no one. Uh, the very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, I'm doing wonderful, Timmy. Uh, you know, as uh, I feel like a new man, really. You went to a funeral today. I went to a funeral today. My neighbor, she uh, sans t-shirt. She was she was five she was five days away from hitting one hundred years old. Yeah, yeah, bad tough went. break. Yeah, and you know she. I mean, she up until last year she was she was very uh, she was still walking around the house walking. You know, I'd see and occasionally yell to her. And Bless her heart. So she was ninety nine. 99 and 7 99 years 16 or something like that and 300 and or 360 days yeah that fucking leap years over her lifetime they screwed or or, uh daylight savings time yeah yeah Yeah. daylight savings time got her but i had a uh my wife's sister had a child born on in august of 1999 and i'm hoping she can live in three centuries that'd be cool yeah I thought yeah. it'd be cool too, but I I did that and and as you know as you mentioned I went to uh, training. Yes, you got training this and week I, under I'd protest. Like point out under protest, but but once I got there I saw the I saw the air on my waist. I mean, I'm okay. a reformed man now. So you're not going to say uh, use uh, I, I, bad I, language in the workplace. No, I, and I, and I want to point out that your introduction of uh, of the fine Miss Herman over here. Mm-hmm. Um, the lovely and talented. That's very nice. Yeah, you, you're good there. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the queen of mean. Uh huh. Now that's kind of bullying, Timmy. Really? Hmm. I didn't bullying. know that. Empress of evil. Okay. That is. I think um, she. Again, I think she bullying. takes pride in that, don't you? Hmm. She takes pride in that, don't you, Brandy? It's a little hurtful. It's oh. it's it's bullying talk to me um Uh, he is he does have a certificate the mistress of the macabre clearly okay that's that's a judgmental thing that we don't you know brandy's allowed to practice her religion without any comment from us okay not sure if that's the case pill popping and penis loving um judgmental that's just just facts well while they might be facts um they're inappropriate to bring up in the workplace. Her sexual life, you know, we we talk about her in, in a, a affair she had with her with her professor. This is the forty seventh episode that we've been able to work that. Right, it is. <laughs> Jesus and Christ. And we have. Uh, so that's not really something that we should be talking about here. You know, well, we're not at at work technically, but. Well, no, technically we are at work. Well, we're on a lunch hour, though, so. Yeah. But we even know could, this could fall under that, so we cannot be having discussions about how she had uh, coitus with her professor to get a C+. Plus. Oh, my God. That's inappropriate. But on an I don't, end- You know what? I don't even know if that story's true. We just went with it. I know. <laughs> Did you even tell us that, or did we just? Make I don't that know. Up? I think uh, I, I may have told you that one day in passing, uh-huh. as it was such a blip in my life. I remember you dressed up as a robot in uh, college and played uh, foosball. 
<laughs> remember that picture of her and yeah, I remember that picture. That yeah. was not me. I don't know why you guys kept thinking it was me. It was not well, me. Who was it? I don't know. Random robot there was people. A, someone put a uh, someone had printed out a, uh, a picture from the internet of uh, someone dressed up like a robot in playing like, a car, or a car, like a cardboard yeah, box, cardboard, or something yeah. of, of a robot playing foosball. And they put Brandy the college years, and we went around. Everyone went around thinking. And thought it was me. Yeah, on an unrelated note. Well, you look lovely today. You got have a makeup on, and I. No, that's a come. Was that bad? You you look nice today, but you look lovely is going a little too far. See, it's it's a little inappropriate. And on an unrelated note, we're not allowed to be in the same room together anymore. Yeah, and. also, you should be wearing an undershirt so your nipples are not showing. My Ooh. nipples. You cannot no. talk about my nipples. I can if they are threatening to They're do me bodily harm. My shirt. If they're threatening to do me bodily harm. Then yes, I can <laughs> talk about them. I can ask you to put them away. Please. Unless he's breastfeeding. Unless he's breastfeeding, in which case I, <laughs> I feel like that's okay. Okay. He has uh, nipples, Greg. Can you milk? <laughs> All right, so we want to give a shout-out to all of our supporters on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash historydweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or... Or just a wee tiny bit, Timmy. Yeah, we've had such a great response to uh, Patreon of all of you stepping up and... Uh, supporting us and we just we're just we just don't know what to say we're overwhelmed by your support and we'd like to thank you so a big shout out are you taking a titty picture so that you can see what you're doing i'm tired of this you're interrupting me excuse me i'm speaking he's taking it he's taking a titty shot uh a titty selfie i'm trying to thank all of the wonderful people who support us on patreon and you're taking pictures pictures of your nipples i'm taking I'm taking pictures of my shirt. All right. While you do that, can I thank the people, the good people who support us on Patreon? <laughs> Alicia and Chip. Uh, Tommy Lane, very generous donation. Thank you so much, Tommy. Uh, our good friend Jason Dykes. Uh, our very loyal listener, Bridget Clavey. Uh, Brandy McBride. Maggie Glover. Uh, MaggieGlover.com. She's a writer. She's very talented. Check out her uh, books, Amazing. Uh, poetry, and uh, short stories at MaggieGlover.com. Kate Richardson. Thank you very much, Kate, for uh, your support. Fiona uh, Chris over there in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, although the cool people like me, we call it KL. Oh, I and see. Uh, Chuck, your phone is on. Um, Fiona's from Australia. Because he's posting titty pics on Facebook. Uh, Laura, uh, Laura O'Reilly. Thank you, Laura. Uh, Christine Bourgeois. Donna Curran. Maja. Aaron. Uh, Kimberly Cameron. Uh, our good friend Elise from Arkansas. Scotty J with the uh, Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs podcast. She's about ready to have that baby, Elise. I think she in June. Is it? Okay. I think so. I was hoping she had it around uh, our birthdays, but I don't think it would she would have been awesome it. for yeah. it. Um, uh, so, Scotty J with the Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs podcast. Diane Student with the History Goes Bump podcast. Always, that's a really cool podcast. If you haven't checked it out, it's it's cool. They do they cover a lot of different stuff, but um, uh, they get into uh, ghost stories and things. It's really cool. Amber Trevino, our good friend Annette Petray. 
from Obsessively Calm. She sells uh, soaps and creams. Check out uh, Nett's uh, Facebook page, Obsessively Calm. Lise from Norway, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, Jahara, our good buddy TJ Young, um, Dr. Jeff and Don, uh, who we hope to get to see soon. Uh, they're going to be in Cincinnati, and we're hoping to meet up with them. So, uh, Dr. Jeff, we're looking forward to that. Andrew Happ, Cheryl, uh, Holly Woodward, and Colonel, I've got a new name for Holly Woodward. What's that, Timmy? It's We're going to start calling her Hollywood. We're going to combine her name. Okay. See how I did that? How clever I was there? <laughs> that was very clever of you. Holly, Amazing. Hollywood. Amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm, sad, I'm just. You're beside yourself. I'm beside myself. Yeah, there's two colonels here. The very oh, fair, yeah, the, the very funny myself. and lovely uh, Shirley Strap. Uh, very funny Todd Long, uh, Lydia Fisher, and her sister Ruth Ann, uh, Jennifer Rasnick, Tyrone, Phyllis Munson. Sarah Morgan, Melissa Montoya, Brittany Martin, of course, Joe Hopkins with the Now American History Podcast, Mandy Swanson, Jennifer Siemens and her mother, Hunt, uh, her mother Hunter, her no. mother Linda and her son Hunter, Cindy Lou, Heather Poole, Charlie and Allie from the Insight Podcast, uh, Stacy, uh, Chris Hauer and her cat, the Wonder Cat, Jeffrey, uh, Chris, um, Cheryl Weldon, and of course, Rudy, the Wonder Dog. So thank you all for supporting us. Again, if you would like to support the podcast, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs. All right, let's talk about the Iceman, Colonel. Let's talk about him, Timmy. Serial let's killer Richard Kuklinski. Close. Kuklinski. He is a, uh, you, you apparently, a, uh, Karen Barnes is a f- big fan of this guy. To make it easy on yourself, why don't you just call him Dickie K, Timmy? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Cause Cause I'm, I'm going to call him Richard. Richard, because uh, it's going to be a long podcast if you go mispronounce his, his name, name every time. Every time. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he's dead, so I don't think he will care. Nope. I gave you don't know. Yeah, you did. God. Mm, be careful. We have to get certificate back. I'm trying to be appropriate. Thank you. (laughs) We'll see how long that lasts. Anyway, Richard Kuklinski was one of the most uh, diabolical, self-confessed contract killers in American history, Colonel. He took credit for over 200 murders, including the murder of famed Teamster leader Jimmy Hoffa. I think it's bullshit, but, you know. Who am I to judge? I don't believe he killed Jimmy Hoffa. It's been established who killed Jimmy Hoffa, and he wasn't one of them. It actually wasn't established, but, yeah, he claims to. Yeah, in the last few years, they pretty much established who killed Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, well, that's a different episode. We'll do a podcast on Jimmy Hoffa. We're going to agree to disagree. At this point, we will have to do that, yes. Okay. Well, uh, maybe you should learn a little bit about Jimmy Hoffa, and you would know. At a towering six, point, uh, six foot five inches, weighing eventually close to 300 pounds, Richard Kuklinski had a, uh, an imposing and fearsome bearing. Uh, Brandy? Yes. His resume for killing included guns, ice picks, hand grenades, crossbow, crossbows, and chainsaws. But his favorite method... Sound like the devil over here. Uh, be careful. Judge. Be careful. But his favorite method, uh, Colonel, uh, to kill someone uh, was a nasal spray filled with cyanide. 
Nice. It clears up your sinuses. What's he, double I bet it does. Nine or something. He... Yeah, he was oh, nine. How you get how you get cyanide in a in a nasal spray? Well, remember, he didn't only use remember it as, Afrin. Yeah, yeah. He didn't only use it as an in nasal spray. He would put it in people's food or get it on their skin, and he had different ways to do it. He did this. Uh, they did a documentary on him on HBO. It's, I think it's still available on, um, on YouTube. Uh, they interviewed him. He talked about his different methods, and he, he comes off as a really he's a dick. Yeah, really cocky guy. There were murders committed in anger. Others were just for fun and games, uh, but most of them were for profit. For 20 years, he made a living uh, as one of the most proficient and prolific contract killers in the history of organized crime. And even this is disputed uh, because the FBI, who in the 80s was, you know, they were uh, investigating organized crime in New York, and they, of course, they were... uh, investigating organized crime and and they were recording conversations and stuff um and they apparently there's reports that his uh contacts with the mob was very limited so who knows if this guy's telling the truth or what but he claims to have killed over 200 people and he was uh you know he was convicted of murder so i don't know anyway he he obtained the moniker the Iceman, because he would freeze his victims uh, as a way, and and he, he would freeze them, and before disposing of the bodies, as a way to concealing their time of death, which is kind of pretty smart, Carl. You got to give him props for that. You have nothing I to say. Him props? No, I'm I'm reading this right now, and it was Frank Sheeran that killed Jimmy Hoffa, Timmy. All right, thank you for that, Colonel. Um, Richard Leonard Kuklinski was born on April the 11th. He has birthday coming up, Randy. He does. 1935. Have to get him a big-ass cake. Uh, well, he's dead, so. In the projects in Jersey City, New Jersey, Colonel. He was born to his parents, Stanley and Ann Kuklinski. Isn't it ironic uh, a coincidence that they both have the same last name? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. You think they married a cousin or something? I don't know. That just seems weird to me. Maybe that was his problem. Maybe. Richard's father, Stanley, was a Polish immigrant. Uh, and he was from Krakow in Poland. Of course, Colonel, you've been He's to Krakow, cr- Krakow a lot. A Krakow? <laughs> Krakow. A- oh, Krakow in Poland. Poland. Um, I've I've visited Krakow now and again, you okay. know, but I can't tell you why I've been there. All right, that's okay. You don't have to go into specifics. We would not want you to to violate your confidentiality. Uh, anyway, uh, his dad worked for a brakeman on the railroad. He was working brandy. All the live long day? Yes, all the live long day. And he probably could have been a gandy dancer if he wanted. He probably. Maybe he's a hobo. His uh, mother, Anna McNally, oh, her, her maiden name was McNally. So, oh, uh, so there wasn't it, it, it's, Yeah, so it wasn't that odd, I guess. Uh, she was a daughter of Catholic immigrants uh, from Dublin. Of course, Colonel, you have family from... Ireland? Kilkenny, Timmy. Yeah. Kilkenny. Um, and uh, she worked in a meat packing plant. <laughs> she was packing. Yeah, out. be careful. You're the lid. In- oh, yeah. That's inappropriate. Thank you, for, thank you for keeping an eye out for me. Absolutely. His father, uh, Stanley, was uh, a, an abusive alcoholic who used to beat his wife and children. 
Anna was uh, also very abusive. She would often beat the uh, beat her children with broom handles. Ooh. Sometimes breaking the handles on them, and she would also use other household objects. I don't know what that would be, but I don't know. All kinds I, well, of stuff. You know, we used to get our legs smacked with a wooden spoon. Oh. The wooden spoon was a big one around our house. Right? Slipper. They chase those boys around with a wooden spoon. Fly swatter. Yeah, remember when you used to have to go out and pick your own? Uh, I don't think we ever picked our own switch. Yeah, I used yeah. to. And if it wasn't good, didn't they go out and pick out a bigger one? It's thorns. Yeah. Yeah. Did Dottie whip you with oh, a man. stick she, of thorns? She would beat me with a baseball <laughs> bat. I mean, I, no kidding, a real baseball bat. And, you know, like she would hit me on in my side, and I'd double over, and then she'd hit me on my back and then just mm-hmm. swell away at me while I was on the floor. It's awful. I don't believe. I don't think that Dottie ever did that. Dottie ever beat you with a... Why are you trying to besmirch her good name? (laughs) Now, I'll tell you what my mom did to me one time, though, Timmy. She was... Now, my mom was just a wee little woman. She was only... She was not even five foot tall. She was only about 95 pounds at a a top weight. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had her so mad, and I was laughing. I was about about 18, 19 years old. And I had her so mad, and she came after me. And I was just like, you no, you can't hit me anymore. I'm 19 years old. I don't, you know. No, that's so where I you're just kind of took off out of the kitchen and into the living room. I thought, you know, come on, old lady, you ain't ever gonna catch me. Just let me go. But I, I, we had a hardwood floor hallway. <laughs> I had socks on, and I slipped on the hallway mm-hmm. and kind of fell down. Mm-hmm. And rather than my mom seeing if I was okay from the fall. Mm-hmm. The woman stood over me and stomped me, Timmy. Well, you deserve she it. She lifted up a little tiny feet and a little tiny legs and was kicking me and stomping me <laughs> for laughing. Well, it was, was well, well yeah. It was well-deserved. Clearly. Okay, I, I was only woman. kidding. My mom never. Oh, I, I know she did I never had. I actually was never whipped in my life. Because you were the good one. I was. Actually, I was very good. I never got in trouble. My brothers used to get mad because they would get timeouts and stuff or grounded or whatever. And they would say, I, I never got into you know i would never get punished but well, i never you're did the youngest right? I, I was I'm you never youngest, got and caught. i never did anything no i never did do anything wrong by the time you're the youngest you no. know, parents you know this you yeah just you just up. don't care it's, it's like, whatever well, if if i was well behaved got by with stuff that if taylor would have done i would have tad put tied him to a post and just beat him but logan it was like yeah, but you logan, were the youngest. Don't do that you anymore. were the youngest right um my sister was the youngest i was the youngest boy how about you Brandy. No, I'm the oldest. You're the oldest, yeah. You're with a tyrant. I got away you with nothing. I got away with nothing because my sister was the baby, my brother was the oldest, and my brother was, uh, as I like to say, my brother tried to tried to be a father and a big brother to me, and he was just a terrible, terrible father. Just terrible. I think my mom put my brother in timeout one time, and she forgot about him for like an hour, <laughs> and put him in the you know in the corner, made him sit in the corner, and then she gave up on discipline after that because she felt so guilty. About it. <laughs> so, Aww. so anyway, Richard though his mother, she did she did not uh, spare the rod. I said yeah. rod, Colonel. You can't <laughs> laugh at it though. Um, she believed she believed in stern discipline. Uh, and and it should be she believed that stern discipline should be uh, accompanied by strict religious upbringing. Well, so yeah, she, duh. yeah, she raised her son uh, in the Catholic Church, where he would become an altar boy. In fact, as he was older, even when he was killing people, he would he was very active with his church. 
After being beaten by his mother, uh, Richard would often emulate the beatings by torturing and killing stray cats. I do not like that. Well, no. Well, first of all, if you're a big kid, but how that's you a emulate it through taking it on a stray cat? He would take it out on animals, I guess. But I do like Kate's Stray Cat Strut. Remember that song? I do. I do remember, remember that, that song. song. Hmm? Can you sing a little bit for us? No. Uh, no. Okay. Oh, it's I inappropriate. I do not like the Stray Cats. Too. All right. Anyway, Richard had two brothers. Whatever. Florian and Joseph. Florian. What kind of name is that? They didn't like him either. Yeah. And he had Flo. A, he had a younger sister named Roberta. In 1940, that was a year before the Second World War, Colonel. In the well, no, the Second World War started in 1939, but it was a year before the United States got involved. Yes. I like at, at give these little things as an aside to make the uh, to make the uh, story come alive. Yes, to make you having to more. explain it though takes away from it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and it ain't like the devil gonna learn. Okay, we talked anyway. about Florian. Wow. Flo, yeah, yeah. Well, you were right. They didn't like him because in 1940, Richard's father uh, Stanley beat Florian to death. Oh. So uh, they hid it, though. Him and Anna hid the cause of the death uh, from the authorities, and he made the children, uh, the two remaining <laughs> children, Richard and his uh, sister. Um, Where was the other one? No, no, three. I guess. I was yeah, gonna say he made the other. He made the kids uh, cover uh, cover for him. Yes. Um, Are we struggling with word? Yes. Formage. He made uh, so he kills Flo Florian, and he makes uh, the wife and kids cover for him. And Jeez. Uh, they say they they tell the police that the kid uh, that their brother fell down a flight of stairs. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure. Well, so that's what happened. They well, bought it. Yeah, they bought it. Good lord. Um, interesting enough, Richard's younger brother. Uh, would also grow up to be a uh, killer. Uh, Joseph. Joseph com- was convicted of raping and m- murdering a 12-year-old in 1970. Gross. Uh, he died in prison in 2003 after spending 30 years behind bars. Good. By the age of 10, Richard was filled with rage, Brandy, and he began to act out. He started torturing animals and would fantasize about killing his father. Well, that is acting out. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, but who can blame him for <clears throat> fantasizing about killing his father? He was. Uh, he had an oedipal. I don't like complex. this. He, Maybe. He, yeah. he, he, an oedipal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oedipal. Oedipal. Okay. Yeah. Oedipal. He was known. I like oedipal arrangements. <laughs> yeah, those are nice. Yeah, until you <laughs> eat them and then they're, they're not They're so not bad. very edible. Yeah. Well. It's fruit, so well, yeah. you might like it, but there are people yeah. who who eat fruit. I like fruit. I just don't like vegetables. Well, it's just fruit in the in the edible arrangement. All right. Richard was known. To, now, this is not cool. This thing here is not cool. I don't like this. He was known to tie cats together by their tails, throw them over a clothing line, and watch them tear each other apart. Yeah, so he's hitting hitting all the benchmarks of a a psychopath. He's a dick. Going here, trying to run this through my mind. Think of the logistics of tying cats together by their tails. Dude, I'm just telling you what the research shows. Well, it doesn't say he tied their. I mean, it. He probably he probably tied it together with 
yeah. rope or string or Wire. something. Like oh, that. okay, that will make sense. But you try to tie those tails together, they no. don't scratch the holy hell out of you. Yeah, but still, in in any regard, he was torturing the cats. In 1948, uh, Brandy, which is three years after the war ended, Richard was 13. Well, what he's referring to World War Two devil. Yeah. I know. Condescension okay. is also inappropriate no, in the workplace. This was not condescension. Was I condescending to me? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, okay, come on, Timmy. Oh. And, hush uh, up over there, Nipsey Magoo. <laughs> a reasonable person. Okay. Uh, a reasonable person that has known the devil for quite some time. Nip, mm, nip, nip, would nip, say see. to her. Would 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 inform her of that because you would not ex- you would not be sure that she would know that. But see, think people think we we talk down to Brandy nip, nip, and nip, nip, we nip, think see. that she's <laughs> that's like she's a stupid. She's no, a very she, stop now. Brandy's a very bright young lady. We well, just we just she's tease not her. young. Well, I mean, that's, all right, all right. Not all right, young. I'll give you both you sons of bitches. <laughs> so it don't matter. That's, that don't make you young. Yeah, makes me younger probably, than you. You could be faster than both of us too, but yeah. that don't make you fast. Well, you know, <laughs> Mr. Magoo over there, I could, just I because, could get him in a foot Just race. because she slept with her economics professor doesn't mean she couldn't have got that C plus on her own. Uh, maybe it, maybe it moved her grade down. <laughs> it might have moved. <laughs> did you do any? Did, you didn't. Nip, 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 nip. <laughs> See, he's gonna get that certificate yanked. I got to pick you up. Everybody disagrees with you, devil. All right. Anyway, no. uh, actually, people are saying right on the picture, show us your nipples, Colonel. Gross. In 1948, show him the third one. <laughs> Dude, in 1940, I had a friend who had an extra toe and kept wanting to show me. I was like, I don't want to see an extra yeah. toe. Yeah. Uh, my in my class, TA had an extra toe, and he would whip it out every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, you know, I, I like. I mean, I have nothing against people with extra toes. If you have an extra toe, I love you just the same. But I don't want to see it. <laughs> you don't want to see regular yeah, toes, I, right? And the woman with two vaginas, I I'd like to see that just uh, because it's an oddity. But I don't think that's a conversation we should be having at work. But not not an extra toe. Not an extra toe. No toes don't do anything. I think feet are disgusting. I don't like feet. You have you're let let you are so weird. I, I is mean, that appropriate feet, for her to call me weird? Feet are feet are weird. Feet are gross. I'm not a big fan of feet, but you are so your little proclivities are so odd. You, you do have some weird taste, Timmy. I mean, because you're, you have these and your persnickety you don't like that are just weird, and you have things you like that are that are goddamn weird. But um, what was I'm we, feeling bullied. Well, what was we talking? Oh, okay. we haven't started yet. Okay, we got to bring this one up. Um, and this is inappropriate. I'm I'm gonna have to give my my, my certificate back yesterday, but uh, from yesterday. <laughs> I but know what he's gonna say. <laughs> what did we learn about Timmy yesterday, Devil? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Timmy does not masturbate. I didn't say that. I said. I, I, th- <laughs> no, I said. That's no, not what I said. Did. I said it's disgusting. Did he say that? No. He said it was disgusting. I said it was disgusting. <laughs> it's a disgusting practice. <laughs> I don't like it. It's gross. <laughs> it's sticky. It's gross. <laughs> Have you ever thought of pointing it somewhere where it's not going? No, land I just. Again. It's just a, the whole process. <laughs> In the is shower, gross. it'll go right down the drain. Yeah, I mean, it's just. No, gross. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. You fucking. It's nasty. <laughs> you get all body fluids and stuff. Ugh. 
You get it's the, no different wait, than drooling the, in you your get, sleep. He gets the juices on him. <laughs> oh, it's just gross. <laughs> He's basting in his own I'm not saying do it in the tub where you got to sit <laughs> you in You know what's grosser would be women masturbating because that stuff, I mean, that's like a, that's like gallons of liquids coming out of your body. <laughs> I don't know that that's true, Tim. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know who you've been with, but... It's quite, it's quite a flow whenever I've been with someone. But then why would you they, rather have why it? Why are they masturbating if you're with them? Yeah, well, there's that. And here's the other thing. Would you rather be blowing dust off of it? Watching tumbleweed go by? I mean, you know. I'm just saying it's an, it's disgusting. <laughs> Gotta get a putty what? knife. Knock the what? barnacles off yeah, the thing. I, 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 you can do it if you want. I'm just saying it's a disgusting. Well, thank you for that. You thing. know, I don't like that. I don't like any, uh, like bathroom humor. I don't like bathroom humor either. <laughs> this gross stuff. Just leave it where it is. It's gross. So well, you don't like a good. No, corn. no, we're not going. We're not talking about that stuff. That's gross. All right? we I talked. We had the stool conversation, which was okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was okay. But that's not bathroom humor. No. That's. No, yeah. I've grown as a person. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, you know could, you might sleep better if you knocked one off every once in a while. Episodes, you couldn't go fifteen minutes without mentioning a bloody stool, but you <laughs> yeah. don't like bathroom humor. You, by the way, you are still gross. the face of bloody, bloody <laughs> yeah. stool, even though you deny it. <laughs> so, no, don't you think he might sleep better if he knocked one off every once in a uh, while? Yeah. I, I mean, say I don't. I just said I don't. I just, disgusting. <laughs> It's gross. So, wait a minute. so you feel loathing feel, yeah. afterwards. So you feel dirty yes, afterwards. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, isn't that really the I best pray, part of it? I pray. Though? I pray. I mean, <laughs> isn't, the, isn't the shame and in in the loathing the best part of the of the whole thing? No, actually, he does that whether or not. The best mm-hmm. part. Actually, the orgasm is the best part. Yeah, you know what? And it, well, you it, know what? And, and put it, do it in a sock. That way it doesn't oh, get everywhere. That's gross. It's just gross. Let's not talk well, about no, So here's what I learned yesterday to Timmy. There's vaginas thing. popping up on Timmy's phone. <laughs> you know, I've never once asked a woman to send me a picture of her vajayjay or her breast or whatever. Women just send them to me. I don't ask. They're well, they're not going to now because you called us gross and, you know. No, I love, well, women are beautiful. They know. I just, well, Women they're not going to just, because they, no, you're not going to use it properly. We're just evidently we're just sloppy. You really yeah. do not we just have get, to we ask get, for hold it. Hold on, we're just moist. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's. I'm not even going to talk about. If it. women would see back to Richard, but Kofinsky. now all the women know if they send you boob pictures or whatever, you're not going to be masturbating because you think it's gross. I never said that. So I don't like do that. I said picture. it's disgusting. I didn't say that I didn't do it. It's just disgusting. <laughs> Do you have to give yourself a pep talk in the mirror? <laughs> you can do this. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah, bro. it's gross, but come on. And gushed on it, people are like this. Exactly. All right, get back. Let's talk about Richard. Okay. In 1948, Who uh, Richard <laughs> and loved it. Richard was uh, 13. He uh, Richard was ambushed and beat up by a guy named Charlie Lane. He was a leader of a Charlie small. Lane is in my ear. He was a leader of a small gang of teenagers known as the Project the Boys. Oh. The Project Boys. Not to be confused with the Pet Boys. <laughs> they the were Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Um, anyway, they would bully him from time to time. And he took it for a long time. Until. Until he had had enough. So one day he took a steel clothing rod from his closet. You know, the thing that you hang clothes on. Oh. 
What do you do with all this clothes? And I don't know, but he ambushed Charlie Lane, a local bully, and um, he beat him to death. Oh. Although um, he later uh, he would deny it to the police, uh, the bully was killed. Richard then uh, dumped, uh, took Lane's body and dumped it off a bridge in South Jersey after removing his teeth and chopping off his fingertips with a hatchet in an effort to prevent identification of the body. Is that at 13? The body has never been found. Is that at 13? 13. Yes. Richard went on. Then he said at first he felt very bad and felt remorseful. Nope, got over it. But he then said he also felt a sense of power and control. So he went out and beat up the rest of the boys in the gang. He took, uh, he beat him with metal pole and he beat him with trash cans. He didn't kill any of the other ones, but he beat them up. So, you know, he was picked on and he finally had had enough. And so he, now he's fighting back and he got a rush from it. By his early 20s, Richard had earned a reputation as being an explosive explosive, tough street hustler who would beat or kill those who didn't like him or who offended him. And sometimes it would be just perceived slights. Yeah. Yeah, he would just start beating people up. The devil does that every once in a while. Sometimes. Yeah, certain episodes. Richard began killing people who annoyed him. Yes. Loud mouths who reminded him of his father. Yes. Adversaries at the pool table. Yes. And various other uh, people. I, I don't know what's what's the problem so far with that. Well, uh, well, the West Side. It seems you know, like these are near do wells. Yeah, the, and that's like the, and that's the problem because the police was just thinking these are just you know bums killing each other. You know what I mean? So bum they, fights. Yeah, bum fights. I got the DVDs at home. As a young man, <laughs> as a young man. Richard, uh, I would like to get the. You know, I, I want to go to he's a. He's only about five years away from bump fights. I know, I know. I, I'm about three paychecks. <laughs> yeah. Turkey sandwich, turkey sandwich. Yeah. If you beat the shit out of that guy, I'd like to. I, you remember when they had the midget tossing? That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> As a young man, oh, the west side of New York City became uh, Richard's testing ground, honing his talents. Like I said, the police uh, just thought it was you know nerdy wells killing each other. They didn't they didn't spend a lot of energy energy investigating these crimes. As a young man, Richard worked on the loading dock at the warehouse in New Jersey, just like Bon Jovi. Of course. No, 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 no. I don't know what, know what you're doing. I'm doing the intro. Two. John. Tommy used to work uh, on the dock. Yeah, Tommy did used to work on the dock. Yeah. went on strike. Don't. He's down on his luck. It's true. Nope. It's tough. So yeah. true. Well, that's yep. terrible. So tough. And that was really Gina bad. Gina worked the diner all day. You should learn the words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Richard started dating uh, his future wife when he worked at the warehouse. Her name was Barbara. Um he was seven years Babs. old. He was seven years older than Barbara. Um, she never had a boyfriend before, so she was flattered. She by, was still a baby, wasn't she? Uh, she was eh, a teenager, barely. Uh, teenager. Well, uh, yeah, he was. She was. You know, she was working. Thing. So I mean, I, mean, I, I think. Thirteen. No, 17, I think. I think. She, I don't know how he. She was seven. He's seven years older than she is. And so how old is he? He was. He's probably twenty-one, twenty-two at this point. Okay, still gross. Yeah. Ooh, that's 14 years old. So anyway, he meets her. Um, 
she never had a boyfriend before. She was flattered by the attention, well, yeah. uh, and they started dating. He would he was very he was a gentleman to her when they first started dating. He bringing her flowers. He was charming, courteous, and he was uh, constantly at her elbow. And then, and then, and although he wasn't Italian, her family uh, came to like him. Yet as the months pass. Uh, Barbara gradually realized that she was becoming isolated from the rest of her friends, and she would rarely see anyone but Richard. So they had this conversation one day. He's sitting; they're sitting in the car after work, and she got up the courage to tell Richard that you know she wanted she uh, she was 19 at this point. She wanted to see other people. Oh, I don't think that went over well. It did not. Mm. Uh, he re- Richard calmly responded by jabbing her from behind Ooh. with a hunting knife uh, so sharp that she didn't feel the blade go in. Uh, then she, uh, Richard told her, this isn't a lesson. Never leave me. Richard had pierced uh, her back with a hunting knife. When she put her hand on her back, uh, her hand was covered with blood. Richard and Barbara were married in 1956. <laughs> God, <laughs> so she she did his advice. She she sure did. You know, and uh, we went through that when we was thinking about getting married. Me and Mrs. Colonel, mm-hmm. you and, stabbed uh, her. Well, no, I just said, you know, I, I uh, I'm. Are you sure we're doing the right thing? And uh, she said no. And I said, you know, this is a serious move. I'm 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 getting a little bit of you know second thoughts douse cold feet whatever and um she pinned me to the floor and put a straight razor that's why i'm missing part of my ear yeah none of that she said you will be at this wedding you'll be in the tux you will like it so you had a shotgun wedding basically and you will pleasure me at our honeymoon afterwards that's not what she said you know what he had to pleasure her lucky he had to pleasure night i had to pleasure the woman whatever i didn't even get to eat any of our wedding cake did they pleasure you on your wedding night God, how many times? Can we? Yeah, we had sex on our wedding night. Do you know I? Poor. True story, Jimmy. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Me and Mrs. Colonel did not consummate our, our marriage. <laughs> Are you going to leave it right there? <laughs> no. Okay, so. Well, you, you're exhausted. Like you are so I know. tired. We, I know. And she, and she was liquored up. Yeah. Did, but you you had sex on your honeymoon? Did you have sex on your yeah, honeymoon? It was kind of. No, on a honeymoon, but not a wedding night. Yeah, I think yeah. it was kind of. It's a It was day. one of those things where I, we felt like we should, so we did. Do you know did, what I did? We went back to, it wasn't to the, the hotel. Best. It was just kind of half-hearted. We were both so fucking tired. Well, yeah, she was drunk. Like, well. So she was drunk as hell. So I come out, I, I'm, and I realize, you know, during the pictures and everything else, and you know how busy you are, mm-hmm. I hadn't eaten all damn night. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I had on me, I had I somebody had walked up to me and slipped me a hundred dollar bill, and I put it in my tux. And uh, I had my wallet, so we're back. We go back to the hotel. It's late. It's like two in the morning. This is a long story. I call. I call. No, I order a pizza. Much like you masturbating. I'm not sure it's gonna have a great ending. Because she's a, because she's laying. She's got half a wedding dress on, laying in bed, passed out, just completely passed out. I turned on the cable. There's a there's a West Coast baseball game on. All right. So I call and order a pizza. Fucking uh, fascinating. And I'm like, you know, this ain't too bad. I'm sitting here. I could wake up and do this. And uh, but you know, 
I ate pizza and drank Coke and smoked cigarettes. And so you never had sex on your honeymoon or your wedding night. We, Sounds to me like you never even did. had a conversation with her. Yeah, I, no, I didn't. I, I don't think I had sex on my crew. We, we, drove, we got married and when we drove down to Atlanta. So, you know, it's like an 80-hour drive. So yeah. I don't, I don't think. Well, we and in the car that we were supposed to take, my sister, who's, you know, just st- stupid, she took the car by accident. Uh-huh. So we were left with my brother's car. That was a stick shift that I did not know how to drive. Okay. And Mrs. Colonel had to drive back to the hotel, which she was in no shape to drive. And I do, I, 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 this is back in the days before everybody knew how dangerous drinking and driving was. Um, so she had to drive because it was a stick, and I didn't know how to drive a stick. So, yeah. <sighs> That's fascinating. So we went back to the hotel. She got half That was fucking amazing. And, uh, I, I don't understand how we we're not in the top ten of iTunes. Well, I, with stories like that, I don't know. <laughs> All right, can we so, talk about Richard Kuklinski now? I, I mean, if, even though that was fascinating, Colonel, uh, your you, wedding Jimmy. night, and Thank, e- eating pizza that. and all, and brandies. I had uh, pizza. I mean, twist. we had this big ass buffet at our wedding. So, out of the three of us, I only no Brandy's the only one has had sex on our wedding night. Yeah, that says a lot about your character, Brandy. Was it with your economics professor? <laughs> It was with her husband, Dave. Oh, okay. Just asking. You know Dave. Did you invite the economics professor to no. the wedding? No. When when did you decide to have Noah? Did you try a long time? Yeah. Okay. So you were, like, from your wedding night on, you were doing it without protection? I don't know why that's important, I, I sure. Well, you bear back in it from the wedding uh, night on. I mean, we, you know, we tried for a long time okay. to have Noah. Okay. Well, he was well worth it. Oh, gosh. Even though today you <clears> called <throat> him bad names. You said He's, he was a dick. He is well worth it. <laughs> and he was being a dick this morning. We do not we did not try to have any of our children. <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're all accidents. They're all accidents. All right, let's talk about Richard. Can um, we? Yeah. So uh so he stabs her, they get married. <laughs> yeah. You know, typical love typical story. Typical love story, yeah. Uh they had three children. They lived in uh the suburbs in New Jersey. Uh Richard was an usher at his church. Uh, usher at mass he held backyards barbecues brandy uh-huh. organized trips to disney world and his wife and family claimed that they were unaware of his criminal activity and didn't find out about it until he was arrested they were they were shocked shocked that he when, was arrested but he stabbed his wife and but he, we're shocked. But at all this he other led behavior. them to believe that he was a quote unquote businessman. Now, all the research I looked at, I could not find out what type of businessman he was supposed He's to be. He's in recycling. Yeah, uh, waste management. Waste right. management. Yes. You know, your family's always shocked though. This is what I don't. I never really got. I'm thinking. I'm calling bullshit. I think they probably knew. Your family's always shocked when you get arrested. Mm-hmm. They're always like. Except your family wouldn't really. No, know. it still surprised them every time. Every, every I time don't know why. Every yeah. time he's like, arrested. You know, and and then I, I'm just saying they're always surprised. The kids are mostly surprised. Mm. No, they're well, not. the kids actually are the least surprised. Yeah, I was gonna say they're not. I don't know that Mrs. Colonel was always surprised as much as aggravated. Well, yeah, she had to bail you out of jail. No, she never once ever in our whole marriage has ever bailed me out of jail. Well, good for her. Never once. The kids kind of thought it was cool. Uh, Brandy, uh, yes. won't you tell us about uh, what happens next? with? So uh, according to Richard, yeah. it was during this time that his association with Roy DeMeo, 
a member of the Gambino crime family, was established. Roy headed the DeMeo crew, a gang suspected of murdering over 100 people between 1973 and 1983, with the majority of their victims' bodies dismembered and disposed of so thoroughly that they were never found. Roy DeMeo himself is believed to have killed some 70 people. Yeah, he was a hitman for the mob. I mean, he was a, he was a, uh, a boss, like, like, say, Tony Soprano. Yeah. And they had this lounge. They owned this lounge called the Gemini Lounge. I think it was in Brooklyn or the Bronx or someplace. And they, w- they would uh, uh, dismember people that they killed in the mob with chainsaws in that, in that mm-hmm. lounge. Nice. And the and the remember earlier I said that the FBI had, was monitoring um, the mob and uh-huh. they monitored that lounge and um, they only had Richard Kuklinski uh, recorded being in that or spotted being in that lounge one time so he was supposed to be this DeMeo's right hand guy right but they only had him there once and he was trying I think he was trying to buy guns or something or sell guns or something so that's why I'm saying. It's questionable how active he was with the mob. Right. So at first, DeMeo hired Richard for various criminal activities. Richard started doing robberies and other assignments for the family, one of which was pirating pornographic tapes. Oh, Colonel. Mm, yeah. Midget porn, Colonel. Or yep. pirate porn. That's pirate the Pirate porn. Yeah. Yes. Pirate Arr. midget porn. Arr. Make them walk the short plank, maybe. Arr. That seems insensitive. Well, mm-hmm. you know, the, no, yeah, you know the what? thing is not known is that many pirates are not very well endowed. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, what happens is— Is that a scientific fact? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did, they did a study, mas- Masters and Johnson, uh-huh. on pirates, uh-huh. and it turns out they got this tiny weenie. <laughs> they got huh. the they, re- they, they over They overcompensate yeah. by, you know, by making people— carrying big swords. Yeah, and having yeah. a parrot. And, yeah. Huh. That's an amazing story. You learn a lot when you listen to this podcast. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Uh, But soon his talent for killing was realized, and he stood out amongst his associates. Richard requested an opportunity to become a hitman for the mob, and DeMeo decided to put him to the test. I wonder if you have to, like, apply. Can you apply online for that? I wonder if there's a background check. you got to provide references. There's a a background check. (laughs) Drug test. Um, One day, DeMeo took Richard out in his car and they parked on a city street DeMeo then selected an apparently random target uh, a man out walking his dog he then told Richard to kill him without questioning the order Richard got out and walked towards the man as he passed him he turned and shot the man in the back of the head from then on Richard was DeMeo's favorite enforcer see now that's bullshit that, here's why I don't like that and that, here's why I don't like it. Because not even your hat was going to protect you from that? No, here's why I don't like it. Because <laughs> you always hear, oh, the mob, they don't hurt civilians. They only pe- they only kill people who mess with them. And here's a clear case. This guy just walking his dog. Right. Could have been Chuck out there walking Rudy. And they I whacked him. his ass back. Yes. After you take a shot to the back of the head, that's your automatic uh, response is you turn know, around and I, shoot I'm back. I'm from the west side. When I walk my dog, ain't nobody walk behind me. Ain't nobody sneaking up behind me. I'm a, it's, I don't know where this guy was from that people could just sneak up behind you. But. Over the next 30 years, according to Richard, he killed numerous people, either by gun, strangulation, knife, or poison. The exact number has never been settled upon by authorities, and Richard himself... Um, at various times, claims to have killed between 33 and 200 individuals. Well, that's quite a difference. 
Richard was known to be very brutal and porn, porn, prone to violence. At his work with, as his work with DeMeo advanced, his ability to be an effective killing machine was recognized. The well, it's nice to be recognized for it, your it accomplishments. Is. You get a certificate. Yes, you do. The use of cyanide poisoning became one of his favorite weapons. Do you think the mob weapons. has continuing education requirements, Carl? Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I would think they do. I think you got to go to training, like just like here. Once, I think once they have civil treatment too. training in the mob. Well, they they should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be going around calling people names and things inappropriately. Uh, let's see. Uh, as well as chainsaws. So he likes cyanide and he likes chainsaws. Well, who doesn't really? Well, I yeah. Uh, Richard favored the use of cyanide since it killed quickly and was hard to detect in a toxicology test. He would variously administer it by injection, putting it on on a person's food, or by aerosol spray, or by simply spilling it on the victim's skin. Uh, brutality and torture would often precede deaths for many precede death for many of his victims. This included uh, his own description of causing his victims to bleed. Then tying them up in a rat in rat infested areas. Yeah. Uh, the rats, attracted by the smell of blood, would eventually eat the men alive. One of his favorite methods of disposing uh, a body was to place it in a 55 gallon oil drum. His other disposal methods included dismemberment, burial, or placing the body in the trunk of a car, and then having it crushed in a junkyard. That seems that seems like a smart thing to do. Yeah. Richard also claimed to have left bodies sitting on park benches on more than one occasion. That's cool. You admit that's cool, Colonel. That, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Weekend to <of> Bernie's. <laughs> now, if you shoot them in the side of the head, it ain't cool to just leave them on the. I mean, you got to. I mean, the you're, sign if like. you leave them on a park bench, you 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 can really feed the pigeons that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And any stray cats or dogs. Yeah. Uh, despite Richard's claims that he was a frequent killer for DeMeo, none of DeMeo's actual crew members. Uh, that later became witnesses for the government, claimed that Richard was involved in the murders they committed. 
The FBI, who kept the mob under constant surveillance, only photographed Richard on one occasion at the Gemini Lounge. Oh, Timmy already gave this away for us. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I like nope, to stop highlight talking. certain things. I know, but uh, because, it's here. Because I bring it to life where here. you would just read it like you're reading a shopping list. Yeah, or just... Um, but he, he reportedly visited the club to purchase a handgun from the Brooklyn crew. But Timmy already told us all about that because Timmy is a Timmy likes dream to killer. jump ahead and then recap. Yeah. Uh, according to Richard, at the same time he was allegedly a career hitman, he was living a normal family life. His family and neighbors were never aware of his activities, instead believing that he was a successful businessman. It's not that hard to do. Sometimes he would get up and leave the house at any time of day or night to do a job, even if it was in the middle of dinner. Initially nicknamed the Polak by his mob friends because, well, you know, that, mob friends. Well, that doesn't seem appropriate. No, that is not appropriate. And apparently they do not, the mob does not have civil treatment training. Well, they do not have, because, you know, they give people names like Tommy Two Dicks. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Well, now. Timmy Two Dicks, that's what they called me. <laughs> Timmy Two Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> the one on your shoulders and the one. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Sweet. I'm hoping to hook up with a woman with the two vaginas. <laughs> Timmy two dicks. I don't think the, we've we've run into a couple people with two vaginas now. You would go together. It's like, starting to be. It's starting to be a trend. You would go together <laughs> like peas and carrots. You you can't swing a dead two penis man without hitting a woman with two vaginas now. Yeah, Jesus. It, it used to be. Uh, it used to be something. It used special. to be a novelty. Yeah. Now yeah. everybody you see claiming to have two vaginas. Yeah, it's like Siamese twins. You know, they used to be a big deal now. They're not, you know. Yeah, they're still kind of a big deal. All right, so they called him. Okay, never mind. Siamese twins one. Proceed with your. uh, Yeah, we call him co-joined now, but co-joined. Okay, the Mm co-joined. Proceed with your dry rendition of Timmy's script. Thank you, thank you. Wish (laughs) you would put a little energy into it. Talk from your diaphragm. Well, she's getting ready to go on vacation. She's apparently saving her energy for that. Yeah. All right, so they called him the Pollock, but then he earned the name Iceman. Which is an offensive name, let's say. Let's face it. Pollock? Yeah, it's an Thank you. I think we went over that. Yeah. Uh, but then he earned the nickname Iceman following his experiments with disguising the time of death of his victims by freezing their corpses in an industrial freezer. That's pretty smart, Colonel. You got to admit Richard that. later claimed that he used a Mr. Softy ice cream truck for this purpose. That seems wrong. How many people? Here's a question for you, Timmy. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Cincinnati history trivia for you. Okay. Um, how many people with Polish last names do you know? I don't know. I like Polish people, though. Devil? Would you like to chime in on this? I don't know. Two or three. Cincinnati is an aberration. Hmm. Usually where you had a river town and a meatpacking town, you had a huge influx of Poles. But because of Cincinnati's huge German population, Polish people did not want to come here. I don't blame them. So they moved on up to Milwaukee, Chicago, places like that. Chicago's Yeah, so Cincinnati has a very small Polish population because of of the German influence we had One of my mentors... Was Polish American. He was a good dude. Okay. Are we Maja, done? Maja, I believe, is maybe from Poland. Yeah, I think so. Poles All right. Cool. 
<clears throat> so he used the Mr. Softy ice cream truck. He got the idea from a hitman named Mr. Softy who drove a Mr. Softy truck to and he na- appear he was named inconspicuous. After the ice cream, not because he had erectile dysfunction. Oh, I would guess. See, I would not want to be. I would not want to be walking around the neighborhood and have the kids call me, "Hey, Mrs. Softy, Mrs. Softy." Yeah, because that would just make you uncomfortable. Yeah, you know. How about his wife? Is it time for Mr. Salty to come home? <laughs> All right. Richard's Oh, method. ride me, Mr. Salty. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me, Mr. Give. Salty. <laughs> Give me that big banana split, Mr. Salty. What's oh. better than yelling out, Timmy Two Dicks? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Timmy Two Dicks, see? <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, continue, Brandy, with your fine rendition of my. Oh my God! Miraculous. Really, I wish I could. I'm fine because I mean, I kind of feel like she's. Uh... I kind of feel like your nipples are distracting me, so I would be quiet. <laughs> His nipples is trending on Yahoo right now. <laughs> All right. So Richard's on our, on our method. Page, Richard's method was uncovered by the authorities. When uh, he once failed to let one of his victims properly thaw yeah, before disposing f- of the body on a warm summer's night. That's where he fucked up. And the coroner found chunks of ice in the corpse's heart. Richard became friendly. <laughs> found ice in the heart. Yeah. Huh. But you survived that. Well, you know. Uh, Richard became friendly with a man named Robert Prong. And by friendly, you mean? The man nicknamed Mr. Softy. <laughs> okay. Uh Mr. Softy supposedly was a military-trained demolitions technician. It was from him that Richard learned of the different methods of using cyanide to kill victims. By the early to mid-1980s, Richard was involved in narcotics, pornography, arms dealing, money laundering, hijacking, and contract killing on a global basis. Uh, see, uh, everything but the contract killing, Colonel, sounds pretty much like us. Um, sounds like Monday to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, and I- contract killing comes on Friday. In 1984, sadly, porn is every day. Major porn. In 1984, sadly, Mr. Softy was found shot to death in his truck. Oh, most believed. Thank you for your service. Most the motherfuckers never put enough sprinkles on there. That's why. Most people believe that it was Richard that killed him. If I'm paying the extra seventy cents for the Jimmies, you cover the whole goddamn thing with Jimmies. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to see one white or chocolate spot. On my goddamn ice cream, when I pay the seventy cents I for want the Jimmy's ice cream now, I want it rolled in the Jimmy's. I want you to roll it again in case you missed any spots. There's nothing that will set me off than getting my ice cream cone and seeing a a, a vanilla spot peeking through my Jimmy's. Okay. I'm sorry, Colonel. We're gonna need you to shut the fuck up now so I can get well, through I mean, this. It, I, what I said, I said good day, sir. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy is uh, half of a podcast away from going on vacation. Yeah. That's right. I so said good day. So she's phoning this one in. <laughs> oh, you ain't, yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to just take a couple pages for you, Devil? Nipsey, Remember, hush. So I'm almost. Go to sleep. I can't get through shit. <laughs> this is for Karen Barnes. She I know, respect. and I love her. A little respect. A little respect. A little respect here. So we're right. asking. Little Quit breaking our balls here, Devil. So. <laughs> I don't know why that was supposed to be. I'm going to break off one of your nipples. You're breaking if it doesn't my quit hitting me. I'm going to break your nipple. It's hard to go from Colonel Dude, to Dude, I watch. I got home. Mafia. Hey, the day before yesterday, you get home. Christ on crutches. I turn on. Guess, what, guess what's on? I don't Officer know. Officer and the gentleman. I'll be dipped. Yesterday. Guess who's not in it? Yesterday. 
<laughs> Guess who's Shut not up. an officer and a gentleman? Shut up. Not officer and a gentleman. Kevin uh, Goddamn Bacon. No, God damn uh, it. You said officer and a gentleman a f- yesterday. A few, a few good, good, good men. men. A few good men was on. Now, there so you go. So then again, on yesterday, and you know what's on? A few good men. Good fellas. Oh, I always want. I bet to be you masturbated. But you then. know what? I bet you masturbated. No, then. because I, I do. I quit got throwing the... finger guns at me. I don't know what you're doing <laughs> I, with this. I, I turned in right when the, they had already whacked. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Pesci. Yeah, they had oh, already okay. whacked him. So uh, you know, I turned in when uh, that's a Robert God... De Niro is pounding the tele, kicking the telephone booth. That's over. a goddamn amazing story. I'm glad mm-hmm. that I quit reading for that. All right. <laughs> So, Mr. Sharing. Softy, Mr. Softy was found uh, dead in his truck. It's related to the story. They think that maybe uh, Richard did it, but the killer was never found. By the 1980s, after 25 years as working as a hitman for the mafia, Richard decided to start his own crime ring and devise new ways to profit from killing people. So, you go and go to work for yourself. That's what you need that to do. That entrepreneurial mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. One case involved pharmacist Paul Hoffman. Hoffman hoped to make a large profit by Did illegally. You know Barry Manilow was gay. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Is yeah, Barry you know is what? Barry Manilow part of this motherfucking <laughs> podcast? But let me see. You know what? No. What concerns me? He wrote he wrote a song to Mandy. And Maybe I, Mandy, but think about Mandy no. Patinkin. Mandy no. can be a boy. Man, D Timmy. I see. Man, D. Sing a little bit of that, Crumb. No. I write the song. You can't I get it. remember all my life. Raining down is cold as ice. Ooh, that sends a chill down my Shadows of a man, a face through a window. All right, so this Hoffman character. Ryan in the night, but night goes in. Tomorrow, just another day. You see how he made that transition? There? You know what he I does? People pass my way. Have we? Is nobody going to comment on the fact that he knows all the words to a Barry Manilow song? <laughs> I, I think that's clutch. Colonel. I write. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna do this for Timmy, who writes all the scripts. Thank you, girl. I he writes the scripts that you kill every podcast <laughs> devil. He writes his scripts. I don't think that's in tune. <laughs> no. Well, really, is in it. tune really I'm something that he shoots yeah. for? <clears throat> he writes the scripts. He writes the scripts. Okay. I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he is wiki. All right. I know what you have. What about a little uh, Copacabana girl? Uh, for Christ. Oh, her name was Lola. She, she was, was a showgirl. <laughs> she was escorted to her chair. She saw Tony or somebody, somebody. standing no. there. And when he they were meringue. he called her a cha-cha. But Tony, went, <laughs> but Tony went a bit too far. Yeah. No. Somebody... No, the guy. But Rico went a bit Rico, too far. Fucking Rico. Tony sailed across yeah. that bar, and then the punches flew. Yeah, she should have went with Rico anyway, because Tony was like a bus boy. Yeah, punches flew, uh-huh. and chairs were smashed in two. There was blood in a single gunshot. He knows how to paint a picture. Punches, you, who shot who? At the Copa. Copa Cabana. It's the hottest spot north of Havana. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's gay. Anyway, yes, she is. No, I'm but, but let's get back I'm to Lola. Down for that revelation. Get back to Lola. I don't want to talk about Lola. Lola, she was a showgirl. Yeah, but that was thirty years ago when there used to be a show. Now it's a disco. Oh, but not for Lola. <laughs> With uh, faded feathers in her hair and her dress cut down to there, <laughs> she sits there so refined. 
and drinks, drinks herself and blind. blind. Much like I do. <laughs> Continue, Brandy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Fuckers. All right. So he hoped. So this this pharmacist guy. Let me recap since we got off track. Thank Christ. You. So Paul Hoffman was this pharmacist. He hoped to make a large profit by illegally purchasing at low cost quantities of Tagamet, uh, the most popular drug used to treat peptic ulcers at the time, to resell through his pharmacy. Don't they so, sell that over the counter now? Yeah, so he's basically getting Tums to try and sell them. On the afternoon of April 29, 1982, Hoffman met Richard at a warehouse uh, that he, Richard leased to buy the Tagamet for $25,000. It's a tagment deal going down, a Tums deal going down. Right. Well, you got to watch out for those. Uh, after Hoffman gave him the money, Richard told Hoffman that the business deal was a ruse. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> Richard placed the barrel of his pistol under Hoffman's chin and pulled the trigger. The shot didn't kill Hoffman, so Richard tried to shoot him again, but the gun jammed. He then resorted to killing Hoffman by beating him to death with a tire iron. Richard then placed Hoffman's corpse inside a 50-gallon drum and brazenly left the drum on the sidewalk outside a motel behind a luncheonette named Harry's Corner. Yeah, and he would watch this drum. A luncheonette called Harry's Corner. See, I would... That, and it's on the corner. Is, does that make you think of rectum at all? No. No, no not okay. at all. The Harry Corner. I, yes. <laughs> Harry Corner. Chuck either. <laughs> Me neither. Just <laughs> So Richard, oh, and like Tim mentioned, fucker, <laughs> Richard monitored the drum for some time. Because here's Sitting, the thing, no, I want gonna, it to get, I want to, I want to, to let me get there. Yeah, but you read it you like you're reading a phone book. You've got to put some energy it's into it. It's written like I'm, it's written like a phone like book. She's just struggling through it, it's like it's in a second language or something. I know. English is a second language. <laughs> but go ahead, devil. Please continue, Brandy. Please continue. We want to get out here so you can <laughs> yeah, start your so vacation. So you can start your vacation. We know you want to get to the beach. Mm-hmm. Continue, where you, Brandy. Where, where's she going? Did she say? Uh, I think she's going to Children's Museum in uh, Indianapolis. Is that right? Is that correct? It's not your cocksucker's business where I go on my vacation. <laughs> Let me just get it started, and then maybe I will tell you, sons of wow, bitches. You kind of. Kind of shasty about the whole thing. Well, did I say that with enough feeling for you, sons of bitches? I mean, that, see, and, and if you could bring that kind of passion that you bring, that yeah, bring vitriol, that to the script, that whatever, bring it to the script. Now Don't I got direct lost. It All right, Timmy. So, as Timmy said, because he can't keep his fucking claptrap shut, <laughs> Richard monitored the drum for some time, sitting in Harry's corner every day to listen for talk amongst the patrons that would indicate the corpse's discovery. Talk amongst yourselves. After the corpse remained there for what Richard related, what Richard thought was a long time, he noticed one day that the drum was no longer there, but could not discern any details about its fate from listening to Harry's patrons. Hmm. The first major mistake that Richard made was discovered on December 27th, 1982, when the decomposing body of 37-year-old Gary Smith was discovered under the bed at the York Motel in North Bergen, New Jersey. Smith had been a frequent collaborator of Richard's, who often ran auto theft scams with him and another man, Daniel Deppner. Kuklinski and Deppner decided to kill Smith, which they did on December 23rd by feeding him a cyanide-laced hamburger in their room at the York Motel. Nothing worse than a cyanide-laced hamburger, Colonel. Um, it's good at a first, White Castle. I mean, it's good at first. Yeah, it's like a White Castle. They taste good going down, mm-hmm. 
but then right after that, you you just wish you were it's dead. It's like masturbating. There's <laughs> shame, there's loathing, it, and well, you don't die when you masturbate. No, I don't want to. Timmy talk. might die a little on the inside. I, it's <laughs> disgusting. So, um, so anyway, so they feed him this burger, mm-hmm. and Smith took longer to die from the cyanide than Richard foresaw. So Richard grew a little impatient and had Deppner strangle Smith with a lamp cord. Yeah, you need to give cyanide time to work. Well, right. When Deppner's ex-wife, Barbara, failed to return with a car to remove the body, they placed Smith's body uh, in between the mattress and the box springs. Yeah, lumpy. Hmm. Yeah, this is cool. Go ahead, continue. I know Over the next, next four days, a number it. of patrons rented the room, and although they thought the smell in the room odd, most of them did not think to look under the bed. Wouldn't they feel a lump? No, he was under the bed. He was under the bed. No, he was between the mattress and the box springs. Yeah, I think he was under the bed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what you have here, the very, way I the way I very, picture it though is he was is, under the bed. There's box springs and there's a mattress, and in between no, there don't talk is a body. To me. Well, for Christ's sake, she'd be condescending to. Do not be condescending. This is a non-condescending podcast. He no. writes the script. I don't know. That he does write the, the script. It's thing. very clear where the body is, and it's not under the bed. <laughs> if you were to read the fucking script and ask for I'm reading the fucking script. Read it prior to the in rehearsal. I don't need if clarification. If you would have been here for rehearsal like me and Timmy. No, you weren't. No, but listen. No, wait a minute. I'm going to read you exactly what it says. You tell me what it means. Okay. They placed... I'm going to read it slow. They placed... Smith's body in between the mattress and the box spring. So he's under the bed. Like a sandwich. <laughs> no, <laughs> God damn it. All right. So according to. I think to, he's under the bed. I, that, that's what he's, that, that's me, how yeah. that's supposed to read. He's under the bed. It doesn't read that way. Obviously, you. If obviously, you, had, you fucked up or you don't know what under the bed means. <laughs> according to a both. forensic pathologist, Smith's death Death would likely have been attributed to something non-homicidal in nature had Richard relied slow, solely on the cyanide. However, the ligature marks around Smith's neck created by his strangulation proved to investigators that he had been murdered. Because. Nope, no be, why. Be, I already know why. No, because a lot of people just die underneath the uh, hotel room bed. Well, in between the mattress and the box springs. <laughs> I don't think that was the case. I not think you're, wanting, you're making that shit up. I'm yeah, not. It's written right I didn't here. I see it in the thread. Thank you. Not wanting script. any live witnesses Chuck to the murder. It. Chuck didn't see it in the script. He didn't read it when he, his, his walkthrough. He didn't see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And we did it in the, in the, in the rehearsal. All right. Rehearsal, yeah. So not wanting any live. what you call those things? Yeah. When you practice a script beforehand? Yeah. yeah. When you're the thing you never attend. <laughs> not wanting any live witnesses to the murder, Richard killed Daniel Deppner. His body was found on May 14, 1983, when it was preyed upon by a turkey vulture. Mm. You know, those are big birds that come down and... They're good at Thanksgiving. And eat. No, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Turkeys uh, are, not the vultures. Yes. A bicyclist riding down near a wooded area of West Milford, New Jersey, spotted the bird and found the corpse. See, Richard, I don't, here's what I don't like. You get labeled just because you ride a bike as a bicyclist. You know, remember when Rodney King, when that was going on? Uh-huh. They'd always refer to him as the motorist, motorist Rodney King. And I always got a picture of this guy in a in like a Model T colonel with mm. goggles on and a scarf that's flying yeah. in the background. Yeah. That's what so I, when I think of a motorist. So I, you picture him like the Red Baron? <laughs> no, a motorist, you know. 
And just because you ride a bicycle one day and find a dead body, all of a sudden now you're always labeled as a bicyclist. Suck one dick. <laughs> I think he was. All right. <laughs> you okay? When did you quit driving? <laughs> Continue. Right. Continue, Brandy. <laughs> when he heads coughs and gobbles. Right. Continue, Brandy. <laughs> It's your it's your in fucking Mister Magoo. <laughs> you're, you're in your vacation time take now. The iron horse out for a stroll. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got to crank it up first. <laughs> yeah. Richard had put the body inside green garbage bags before dumping the body into the woods. <laughs> Colonel, why am I thinking of Colonel Clink? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just see Mister Magoo. Didn't no, when they, you Didn't know, they said they always, ca- they always does... called him Rodney King, the motorist Rodney King. It's like, I never once pictured him with goggles you be and a the, scarf. You know, the carpet cleaner Rodney King or whatever he was. Why the motorist? Just because he was driving a car one day. And he actually wasn't driving when it all happened. No. He was out of the car. Yeah. So, I, so and, I mean, and that's why this, bi- pedestrian this bicyclist King. here, this poor guy. You okay, Brandon? Uh-huh. <laughs> How's vacation? How's, that How's your vacation so far? Uh, let's see. Investigators noted that the site of the body's discovery was just over three miles from a ranch where the Kluklinski family often went riding. I oh, see. That's a coincidence? I, I think, think not. Riding horses, riding bicycles. Riding, riding each riding. other. <clears throat> Who gives a fuck? Keep, <laughs> let's get it going. You're up, Chuck. Now, okay. <laughs> Let me... Uh, let me get prepared here for my part of this. Really? Script. Because you haven't been able to get prepared this whole time? <laughs> well, and we'd like know. to let the audience know that Chuck's nipples are showing through his shirt. They are not clearly. My shirt. I posted a picture. I'm going to have to put my glasses on so I don't lose an eye. <laughs> you have already posted your pictures of your nippage on the Facebook. It's, I have. It just there, seems rude. There's no nipples showing there. And you just, it appears to be cold in my office, uh, too. Our, 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 our uh, listeners are in our Facebook, and people in our Facebook group would concur that your nipples are showing. Uh, nobody, my niece is. Who, no, who, uh, Nicola Reed just said she could see your nips. Well, Nicola Reed's a solicitor. They're known to not be truthful people. Hmm. Come on, Nipsey. Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> Brandy's so. still on vacation time. She's not getting paid now. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Come on. <laughs> okay, now now try to follow the way I do this, devil. Yeah. See, because Learn we're something. gonna have podcasts in the future. I Learn don't care. something. So if you kinda just keep an eye on this. And Tammy Ennis says that your nipples are kind of saggy. Oh saggy My nipples, nipples do not point down. Well, I'm just saying what I'm just saying what the lady said. He's just reporting the news. I just report the news. <laughs> uh, you know, don't blame me. Fake Not, news. No. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, Nicola Reese says, invest in a vest. <laughs> that rhymes. Or don't be a hillbilly and wear a goddamn T-shirt under your dress shirt, especially if you're going to church. Feel this For shirt. Sake. Timmy, feel the material on this shirt. Yeah, Colonel, that your shirt feels very nice. It's very soft. I like to yeah. feel it's it. Thin. Nice, it's thin. Is, is that a blend? That's a very nice fabric. It's Egyptian cotton, Timmy. Yeah. When you're done with the circle jerk, he can go ahead and start his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please continue, part. Colonel. Okay, now, Devil, now, now, try to follow along here. Just cover up your nipples for us. <laughs> it's distracting, right? Medical examiner's list. It wouldn't be if he didn't have big old man boobs. If he went up C, what? C yeah, cup. I, I'm, you know what? He's got nipples like dinner plates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay I, I'm on button nope. or something, but yeah, we, here we go. No. Nope. Yeah, you want to see nipples? Here we nope. go. That, uh, they're going to take your certificate back. Unless huh? I can attach electrodes to them, you better button there that back go. up. There we go. Oh, gross. Yeah, that, yeah my I'm shirt's all looking. the way open. It's gross. 
Continue. Keep it's, talking. My pants are coming off next. <laughs> Please continue. You look with like one script. of the village people. <laughs> Working at the Navy. No, it's not really <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> what the hell was that? I got the YMCA and the Navy confused. Yeah. I don't think they. Young man. All right. Continue. Are you girl. listening to me? No. Look, he's got okay. the medallion and the chest hair. I'm, I'm being a. a and a rape whistle. Mafioso. man guy. It's a mafioso. Yeah. Get myself in character. I'm a method actor, devil. Why don't you try to improve your technique a little bit? I'm not unbuttoning my shirt like that. Look at you. You're a math actor. Look at her shirt over there. Of course, you don't see my nipples. She looks like she's about to jump out of the devil's birthday cake. She has very large uh, things. Yeah, and all popping out. (laughs) She can't help that. Well, that's... (laughs) I like that one, looking like you're about to jump out of the devil's birthday cake. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell. Just go. Out of Satan's birthday cake. <laughs> Brand, let her, you, let you, her eat her pizza. And, and you, okay, you, so do, do, if do, you'd let me continue, I'd try to finish Brandy's this. Brandy's on vacation. So medical examiners listed. Hey, less shoes are going out of business. I know. Listed Debna's cause of death is undetermined. Although they noticed pinkish spots on his skin, he was the third business associate associate uh, associate of riches. Come on, Timmy, <laughs> spit it out. I, I wish we had people who could, on this podcast who could talk. <laughs> okay, Mister Kettle. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring in like the, a flip chart with enunciate with lips, big lips on how to enunciate different vowels and things. Will you button your shirt? That's disgusting. <laughs> Told you. If you keep harassing me, I will keep taking off more clothes. No. Uh. So anyway, he was a he was the third business associate of Richards to have been found dead. Coincidence? I think I not. I think not. With his range of criminal activity activities expanded, he began to make mistakes. Hmm. Of course he did. Law enforcement began to suspect Richard and started an investigation gathering evidence about the various crimes he had committed. Brandy, they're on to him. Yeah, it appears so. On September 25th, Ku Klinski made another another significant mistake when Louis Mazgay was found dead near Town Park in Orangetown, New York, with a bullet hole in his head. Yeah, that that's probably not an accident. Dickie <laughs> Kay, no. as he had done many times before, attempted to disguise his time of death by storing his corpse in an industrial freezer for two years. Jesus. This time... That's a long time to hang on to a corpse. Yeah, this time, uh, Ice Dickie did not allow the body to thaw completely before he dumped it. Ice Dickie. Mm, yeah, because yeah, you gotta you gotta let a body thaw. I mean, you know how long it takes. Didn't to we already go over this, and then they found ice in the guy's heart, yeah, and this, that's how. This yeah. is uh, the, what you were reading was the pretext, and this is the actual event itself. Oh, yeah, you tell the listeners what you're going to tell them. You tell them, and then you tell them what you told them. <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. If you if you knew anything about script writing, you would know that. But as a mindless. Uh, who are you directing this to? Both of you. <laughs> podcast host. Sure. As a mindless podcast host, all you do is read. Huh. Well, 
that's why you can be replaced with talking monkeys. <laughs> what monkeys cannot do is write a script, a gripping, a gripping and thrilling tale. Yeah, thank you, Colonel. Yeah, that's where you might have some potential. Fucking Norman Mailer over here. He he uses some adjectives. It shows that he has some potential. You, on the other hand, oh, I use adjectives. Inappropriate. Adjectives. I am. I am a motherfucking She's genius a queen of adjectives. Of adjectives over there. Mm. Goddamn right. right I am. I'll get back to the story. Brandy's on vacation. Okay, I'm trying. And Timmy's, you know, already overdue to go home. <laughs> this it is 122. I'm not going to. Be, I want it noted that I will not be getting home early today. <laughs> this time, Dickie K did not allow the body to thaw. The Rockland County Medical Examiner found ice crystals inside and it's a heart. his body on a warm September day. Huh. He had never thawed the body completely before discovery. The medical examiner stated that he would probably would have never noticed Dickie's trickery. Oh, he's a trickster. Yeah. Well, you got to let a body thaw. <laughs> if we've learned nothing. Yeah, if, if we've, we've learned, learned nothing. If we've learned nothing else, let the body thaw. The discovery helped authorities deduce that Dickie used a freezer as part of his M.O., and thus led him, them to give Dickie the name Iceman. The Iceman cometh, Brandy. Yes. In 1985, a division in New Jersey Criminal Justice Department created a task force composed of federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies. See, I just don't have faith in task force. I think they just sit around and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Including. Was your, is your dad ever on a task force? I have no idea. Probably. I'm sure he, probably. I'm sure he is. I've been on a task force before. Mm-hmm. Of was, course you have. It was just about getting some windows replaced, but um, <laughs> but it was important work. Third Including asshole. the New York Attorney General's Office and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms dedicated to arresting and convicting <laughs> Richard <laughs> Kuklinski. What the, what the fuck, fuck are, are you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> What the hell was that? (laughs) But I can't even tap the table. (laughs) Something that Karen Barnes posted on Twitter. Is it about Chuck's nipples? (laughs) Every time you say nipples, one more button comes undone. Continue, Colonel. I'll show you afterwards. It's hilarious. In 1985, a division in New Jersey... Oh, okay, we got to that part. The task force named Operation Iceman based its case entirely on the testimony of undercover agent Dominic Polifrone and evidence built by New Jersey State Police Detective Pat Kane. (laughs) Okay, hold on. We're taking a pause here, listeners. I got to see this. It's okay. So our listeners, um, Karen Barnes, who we're doing this podcast, dedicating this podcast to, posted a picture of a what would you describe a guy in bed? Yeah. And there's this ghost walks by, someone with a sheet over his head, and this guy takes off running. Watch it. Wait, it gets better. <laughs> He comes back and hits the guy with something. And, and the ghost is like in the out- pillow. <laughs> it's so hokey. That it's just someone with a sheet over It looks there. like a Charlie Brown ghost. <laughs> he got a sheet over his head with two little eye holes. Oh, cut out. Thank you for that, Karen. That made my day. Oh. 
the quality of this podcast is it's no there's no limits to <laughs> you know there's no coming back from where we've just gone timmy so the task force nicknamed operation Iceman. They, you know, okay, so they got the blah, blah, blah. They're trying wait, to get... Wait a minute, you don't blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you read it for the people. People are listening for this story. So they put an operation together to catch him, blah, blah, blah. Starting in 1985, Pat Kane and ATF Special Agent Dominic Polifrone worked with Phil... Pillafort. Salamini, a close friend of Richard, to get Pillafrone to close to Dickey. Yeah, you gotta be Polar careful getting too close to Dickie. Pose to <laughs> That's how pose you have kids, kid. right, Brandy? Huh? That's how you have kids. <laughs> it is. Oh, they was all over Dickie here. Um Polar from Pose to Kuklinski as a fellow hitman, Dominique Provolone. Polifroni told Richard he wanted to hire him for a hit and recorded Kuklinski speaking in detail about how he would do it. Richard later claimed that Solomon was the only friend he did not kill. Well, that's pretty nice. Yeah, this guy's a detective, and uh, he's in this documentary on HBO, too. They interview him on it as well. On December 17, 1986, I was 23 years old. No one cares how old you were. And it was a for Richard to meet Polifrone to get cyanide for a planned murder, which would be an attempt on a police detective working undercover. After being recorded by Paula from Riccardi went for a walk. Riccardi. Richard. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Do you it, spell check or even <laughs> no, proofread these motherfuckers or something? Continue, Colonel. Riccardi we get, we get went for a walk vacation. by himself. She's at the beach all right now. He tested Paula from's purported cyanide on a stray dog and saw it was not poison. He did not like that. What kind so, of motherfucker tests shit on a stray dog? Well, well, it, cool. well it, it was okay because it wasn't really cyanide. But that that gave him a heads up that he was working with an you know that the guy was not on the up and up. Now Dickie became suspicious, Timmy. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, he decided not to go through with the plan murder and went home instead. He was arrested at a roadblock. Two hours later, a gun was found in his car, and his wife was charged with trying to prevent his arrest. His wife claimed that she had no idea that he was in the mob or he did of any course not killing, mm-hmm. and uh, they they put their knee they put her on the ground, put their knee to her back, and she was claiming that she was uh, uh, physically abused by the police. Hopefully, but they didn't stab her in the back. No, not like him. Yeah, right? but anyway, uh, to this day, I think she's still alive. She claims that she had no no idea what was going on. Well, prosecutors charged him with five murder counts and six weapons violations, as well as attempted murder, robbery, and, and, and attempted robbery. They said he had large sums of money in Swiss bank accounts and a reservation on a flight to that country. He was held on a $2 million bail bond and made to surrender his passport. On March 1988, they found him guilty of two murders, but found that the deaths were not proven to be by Kalinsky's own conduct meaning he would not face the death penalty. In all, he was convicted of five murders and sentenced to consecutive life sentences, making him not eligible for parole until age 110. And we have already shown from my neighbor how difficult that yeah. is to reach. He almost made 100. He would have made it to a 90 and dropped off dead, and mm-hmm. that would have sucked. During his incarceration, he granted interviews to prosecutors, psychiatrists, and criminologists. 
He became pen pals with the devil over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She put money on his commissary. <laughs> she used to, yeah, she did. They used to send pictures back and forth. She used to uh, uh, put money on his commissary so he could buy uh, Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Sour Patch Kids are like gold in the joint. Oh, yeah, they're like cigarettes. Mm-hmm. They're like cigarettes. Get some Sour Patch Kids in the can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you people been traded for just oh, yeah, one yeah. pack of Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. And, and on this show, we're opposed to prison human trafficking. We are opposed to uh, prison rape. We are, yeah. Brandy, are. Uh, Colonel and I are on record of opposing prison rape. Will I'm, you join us? I'll write it down. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes, staunchly opposed. I think you. Okay. Unless it got a coming. Continue, Colonel. Um, Richard claimed he was responsible for more than 200 murders including those of his old mentor, Roy DeMeo, and even Teamster leader Jimmy Hoffa. As we already he established, lying about he that, was lying. We I, don't th- I think he was lying about DeMeo, too. Yeah. Well, everybody knows who killed DeMeo, too. Yeah, I, his son had a really interesting book. Uh, DeMeo's son wrote an interesting mm-hmm. I don't know this. I can't remember. I think that. Miracle Whip killed DeMeo. Continue, Colonel. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. No, it wasn't. Was, no, it wasn't. Come on, devil. No. That was a good one. Miracle I, oh, I quit listening to you. Can you get on with it? <laughs> she wants to go Why don't you just go leave for vacation now? <laughs> Come on. Because you ain't. All right. To this day, Barbara claims she was unaware of his illegal activities. She may have been. I mean, you know, she could have been, you know, flying stupid. Yeah. I don't know, but it seems like you would. Qu- if your husband's a businessman, you look things you would know what business he's in. So anyway, she says he would. Ne- she was unaware of this. Um, she does claim that during their marriage, he was abusive at times. He frequently beat her up, breaking her nose several times. According to the New York Times, Richard tried to smother her with a pillow, pointed a gun at her, and even tried to run her over with a car. Despite this abuse, ref- Barbara refused to leave Richard because he was a good father. In 2003, Cuckoo Kuklinski pleaded guilty to the 1980 murder of New York Police Department Detective Peter Calabro. He received another sentence of 30 years. In October 2005, after 17 years in prison, Cookie was diagnosed with a rare and incurable inflammation of the blood vessels. Although he had asked doctors to make sure they revived him if he flatlined, his wife signed a do not resuscitate order. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, Renee sign a do not resuscitate order for you, Colonel? Yeah. She already has. She already has, and I just had He a went in for a dentist appointment. <laughs> yeah. no, do not resuscitate. That, she, we need to make sure we have a copy of that, Brandy, when you put the, uh, when you put the uh, shock thing on him. Oh, for the sure. The labor thing. Yes. Now, what's, that we, called? what's that called? My TENS unit? Yeah. Yeah. I have a TENS unit, Colonel. <laughs> And two of them. (laughs) Right. Old Timmy (laughs) Tudek. A week before his death, the hospital had called Barbara, the wife, to ask if she wanted to rescind the instruction. But she declined. No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Dickie Dickie Clinkinkink died on March 5, 2006. He was 70 years old. (sighs) End of story. Yeah. He was a prick, Brandy. What's your final thoughts on he was a the prick. Ice Man, Richard Kuklinski? He was a prick. Don't like him. No, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. Uh, Charles, what's your final thoughts on Richard Kuklinski, he did the not, Ice Man? He did not kill Jimmy Hoffa. Okay. 
And, and everybody knows the colonel. They call the Colonel Iceman. He stole my nickname. Yeah. Uh, Colonel, you have some shout-outs for us. I got some shout-outs. All right. Was, let's I, let's give give us a list of shout-outs. We got a bunch of new listeners, Timmy. I love let's that. Say hello I to love them. that. New people on the page. Love um, it. Andrew, and by page, we mean History Dweebs, the podcast. It's please, all web if, you're, if you're not a member of our group, please join us on Facebook. History Dweebs, uh, the podcast Facebook group. Uh, yes. All right, Colonel. You will proceed. see a picture of me in an Egyptian cotton shirt. It's quite lovely. You'll see his nipples. There are no nippleages showing. Continue. So anyway. Shout outs, Colonel. Um, I don't know. It just, Timmy, I just got a little thing that flashed across my news feed that said the, the Senate went nuclear. So does that mean there's a big mushroom cloud above the Senate now? No, that means that they are going to vote on the Supreme Court nominee with uh, overriding the um, filibuster. So Jesus. continue with So it. they're not all cooked and fried? No. Oh, damn it. To that would have been a better story. To your, yeah, it Why been. they interrupted me for something like that? Uh, shout outs, Colonel. Oh, okay. Brandy's That's on what va- I was. Brandy's on vacation. Andrew Dighton. Hey, Andrew. Christy Welcome. Lee. Samantha Gint. Amber Fresh, Michelle Heverin, Daniel Bassett. Here's, you know, here's another one that, uh, very sweet woman, very beautiful woman. But you know what she is to me? Two bad things. What? The ginger? That's not, not a bad. bad. That's not a bad thing. No, it's not. I take that back. Angela Ball. Um, but she's a Seattle Seahawks fan. Oh, okay. Cassandra Berger. You know, Sh- uh, Shannon Russert is a Giants fan. Yeah. And Karen Barnes is a Indians, Indians fan. Indians fan, yeah. Yeah. And Tammy Ennis is a Braves fan. Oh, Braves fan? Mm-hmm. She does the tomahawk chop. Well, that's just. I think that's just inappropriate. Yeah, thing. I think I, I think that that is inappropriate. I think you have to go back. I think she should attend uh, civil treatment. Civil training. treatment training. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Carl. Welcome to our page, Ainsley Hat. Yes. I'm sorry, Ainsley Hallett. Hallett. Welcome, Ainsley. Poppy May Fairs. Michelle Heverin. Did I get her already? Yeah, Barb Kyle and Seth Merrill. All right. Welcome, everyone. Jason, uh, so Jason Yankee, Michael Deo, Jared Howard, Michael Hound, James Rian. Uh, let's see. Rosanna Fitton. Kaz Every, Tina Reeves. Marcus Molino, Maj Payne. Maja. Uh, Maja. What are you talking about, Maja? I'm going to get to Maja. Right. Cheryl Causey. Cheryl Causey, okay. Um, Aaron Fowler. The lovely, lovely, lovely Tasha and Miss Ophelia. Yes. Um, Jeff Girdley, Melissa Dean Horton, Celine, Teresa Slave, and Tommy Boom Boom. Yes, All Ma- of Molly the Trowbridge. Molly Erickson and the Trowbridge. M- Molly and her hair. Yes. Molly's got some really cool hair. Although, you know who's got really cool hair, too, I really like? Who? Maggie Glover. Our she poet, does? L- yeah. Poet laureate. Our poet uh, laureate, laureate of the uh, history uh, dweebs. Yes. She's got really cool hair. Katie Moorhead. Yes, Katie. Um, Kimberly Bennett. Said, okay. Um, let's see. Amber Croup, who's yes. crazy. Cassandra Berger. Jamie Tarantino. Hey, M- Jamie. Maja. Stephanie Quick. Um, and Barbara Hel- or Donna Hellman, of mm-hmm. course. 
um, Rachel Flynn, Jennifer, Jim Wicks, of course, Liz Keating. Amber Croup. I just said Amber Croup. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. The lovely, 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 lovely Fallon. Yes, Jason The mascot, Dykes. Jason. Mike Rosen. Radica Smith. The lovely Radica. Lovely Radica. Angie Cobes. Jessica Williams. I was getting to Jessica Williams. She was next on my list. Okay. Chicago Jess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had a thread, and, she, and, and Jess was talking about how she, when women get scared, do you grab your boobs? Mm-hmm. And she said, when I'm on my treadmill at home jogging, I grab my boobs. Oh, okay. So thank you for that, Jessica. Yes. Um, Cheryl I'm, Pierce and Callie Jones. Uh, Callie Jones is uh, just. Uh, Terry Fuller. Terry Fuller. Tara Fuller. I know Tara you think Fuller. you're being helpful. Tiffany. Monica, but you are not. Monica Agostino, The lovely Monica. Angie Ball. Nicola Reed, who likes to look at my nipples. I think, I think I'm uh, Angela. Allie and Charlie. What are you supposed to say? Angela, the red-headed, Angela Ball. Angie Ball. The lovely red-headed Angie Ball. Yes. Sarah Spaghetti. Todd Long. Jim Burdick. Mm-hmm. Karen Barnes, Janet Fitzgerald, lovely Irish lass, Francis Thornton. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Timmy, where was we at? Um, Fiona. Fiona Crisp, mm-hmm. our omelet girl. You remember her? Mm-hmm. Um, her real name, and I got a real name, it's Osaga. But Miss Omelet, we're just going to call that. Casey Wilcox. Chris Lane. And Rishu. Not helping. Well, I'm, I'm helping. Joe not. Ramon. Andrea. Andrea Odell. Odell. You know what? Yeah. He's fucking James. this chicken right now. Let him have at it. You've done your part. You wrote the script. You let him have this Thank chicken. Thank you. I'm glad Molly you recognize Bunny. that I do most of the work around here. I, you know. Lauren. I'll tell you anything if you'll just hush and let him get through this. Who, uh. Kim Stroop. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Rachel Hummel. And, and. The person who picked my favorite all-time TV show is her favorite all-time TV show, Lauren Mayer, True Detective, season one. Yes. Best Lauren, show ever. Lauren is a very lovely lady. Um, Meg Vansel, Jay Alford, Danielle Jones. From Between Us Girls. Mitha Jones. Yeah. And uh, Danielle says she's yeah. going to have us on her podcast. Us? Yeah, I think she wants us. She's going to let me be on it, I, I, you uh, say. It's a poor decision, but. Trixie. Trixie, uh, C.L. Pierce 15 left us a really nice review on iTunes. Well, I imagine that's uh, um, Pierce. And and Desert Flowers uh, 105 left us a very nice. Dirty Flowers left us a good review? No, Dirty Flowers, Desert Flowers. Desert Flowers? Okay. Thank you all very much. Well, well, it's Miss Pierce that is Cheryl Pierce, probably. It may be. That's what I'm assuming that will be. So, hello. Thank you, Miss Pierce. Little Emmy Waterfall, Christian Dormer, John, Don Gordon. Tom, 4551, left us a five-star review. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. And I got Becky Omelette already. Marissa Sanchez. Squirrely Squirrel, 1213, left us a five-star review. They're from Canada, and they said they we were funny, but it is uh, a very well-researched podcast. They're talking about the work that I do, so thank you very much. Okay, I think the... Skip Fayou, Callie, uh, I'm giving you two because you just crazy enough that you scare me and I don't want you to ever turn on me. John Yankee, Yankee, Yankee. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Hopkins. 
No, you said Jason earlier. Melissa Lebrano. They're from the Paul Mampilly. BJ on the Weekend podcast. Just talk over uh, him. Maria Barber. Christina Montana. Steph Glenn. Christina Rogers. Um, Timmy's got me all fucked up here. So if I missed I you, I apologize. Um, it's Timmy's fault. Okay, well, um, thank you, Carl. Come after him. Uh, and lovely, lovely, lovely Lady Beverly. Hi, Beverly. Um, we hope you're doing well. You and Sully and Graham and Alexandra. Uh, Fiona Crisp, we got her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, lovely Lady Beverly. And I embarrassed, I believe, Alexandra the other day, Miss um, Beverly's daughter, because she changed her profile picture. And she's a beautiful young girl. Mm-hmm. Why are you creeping on her profile picture? We're friends. Yeah. Why We're friends. are you creeping on her profile I'm not creeping. It showed up in my news feed. You're creeping. creeping. She, we're friends. She changed her profile picture. It creep, said, creep, creep. Creeping. What the fuck is wrong with you people? All of a sudden, it's turn on the colonel day. Oh. I'm tired of this nonsense. Fuck off. Yeah. Come on. I'm tired of being harassed by you people. I, I deserve well, You're a, a human minute. being. I'm a you human have being. What do you mean by I you people? I deserve better. You have words. I deserve better. God damn it. Sell it to someone else, Sally. <laughs> Just, I can't even. So I, I said, I, I said, you inherited your mother's lovely looks. She thought you were being creepy. And she said. Motorhead wrote that song, Creep, about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, Brandy? You know, yes. I don't even... And and listeners, I've enjoyed this podcast, but this might be my goddamn last one. Ooh. I'm, yeah, I'm throwing down the gauntlet right here. As long as you can do it with you your shirt done. on, I don't care. <laughs> I got, okay, motherfucker. One more button. Here it comes. You cannot call Brandy. Are you done? I, I would like to say you cannot call Brandy a motherfucker. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I did not call I'm her I'm standing that. up for you, Brandy. I appreciate <laughs> so that. So when we get shit on the page of people talking down, remember, I stood up for you when he called you a motherfucker. Oh, I won't remember it, but thank you. I did not call her a You started to, didn't he, Brandy? Let's go to the tape. <laughs> you did. Let's go. I, if I knew how to go to the tape, we'd go to the tape. <laughs> we, we are supposed to be ganging up on her. What is wrong with you? We, she's going to be gone next week. I think we, we get to gang up I on know, her. I know, but her strength, it, it builds. She's going to be gone for a whole week. Her evil and strength builds and builds and builds. She's Timmy. like Godzilla. I will, be, I will be feeding the beast. Yeah. You're like Godzilla. A little bit. You're going to go step on Japan on your vacation? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Nancy Jalapeno. And Lindsay Chicago, Lindsay O'Brien, getting ready for the Iron Man. Cindy Hamilton. And the lovely, lovely, lovely Dottie Scott. Yay, Dottie. And So, and Norma DiMaggio. Yes, thank you so all. Anybody for- that I missed, I'm sorry. These people are, you know what? I worked I was with sticking up for you. Professional douchebag. Was I not sticking up for you and telling him you were fucking this chicken? Leave you alone. Wait a minute. He just called us on his professional douchebags. So you really <laughs> want to defend him? You've been talking about my Egyptian cotton shirt. This no, I wasn't talking about your shirt about my, against my chest. I wasn't talking about your it shirt. It's good. I like it. it your just, your oh. shirt is fine. He likes how if the, we lived in South Beach, his shirt would be fine. If you were, if he was Don Johnson, he yeah. likes how the the, the fabric brushes rubs against up. his nipples. Yeah. And, and we can tell everything, and I got you. And know we what? can tell. And I got brush cotton underwear on. Of course you it's do. It's like all, it's like five hundred little angels just just gently holding my junk up. Yeah, but you know what's happening? Those little angels are tweaking your nipple and making them really hard because it's getting kind of <laughs> out of control. People on the page is just they, 
Brandy, where yeah, can people find us? You know find what? us on Facebook. Yeah, please join our Facebook group. We have two two yeah. Facebook pages. One is Good Day, Sir History Dweebs, <laughs> uh, where we post up uh, history-related uh, stuff. But join our, our group. It's uh, History Dweebs, the podcast, uh, Facebook group. We have a lot of fun there, don't we, Brandy? We do. Yeah, please join us there. It's a great group of people. Find us on Facebook. Uh, or fi- not Facebook. Find us on I, iTunes. I, You know what? I love Majas. I Maja is very she just nice said that I see nothing but perfection. I know it's All weird. Right. So uh, they can find us on Twitter at History One. I said iTunes. They can find us. Uh, they can follow the Colonel at Hawk Waters, and you can find us on iTunes. Please, if you follow us on iTunes, take time to subscribe and leave us a very good review. If you do, we will um, give you a shout out on the air. Oh, and on my vacation, I'm going to be able to put more stuff on my on my podcast page. For yes. Cover to you, Cover Brand, Kids. Brandy has a podcast called Cover to Cover Kids. It's for children where she reads Believe it pornography. Or not. That's not true. <laughs> no, she reads kids' books, and it's really good. So check out uh, Cover to Cover Kids, available on iTunes, right, Brandy? Yep. All right. So uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, next week, Brandy will be on vacation, but the Colonel and I will be bringing you a high-quality podcast, as always. Uh, thank you for listening. And, and we will be... Doing the intellectual series next week. Yeah, it'll probably be something high level. High brow. Brandy, you're going to listen to us while you're on vacation? No. Uh, she doesn't listen to us when she's home. <laughs> Thank you all for joining she us. She doesn't even listen to us while she's doing a goddamn podcast. I don't even know. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time on History Dweeze. Good day. Bye, Bye-bye. everyone. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.